right. What if what if uh, what if you two are trying to find your keys? Oh my god. Um. It's keys to the van. Jakey, I can't find the keys. The keys to the van? My, my keys to my van? <laughs> no, I thought I put them. Are they on the hook by the door? Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, hold on. Oh, sh- how did I lock the door if I lost my keys? keys. I'll look under the couch. Okay. Uh, hold on. What? Hey, Dis- Discord's not picking it up, but I do have about thirty seconds of Reaper with key jangling noise. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing under my couch? <laughs> got Roxas 15 milligrams. We got Xion 10 milligrams. Oh, actually, 100% of your daily value. Uh, We're actually just having ice cream. <laughs> Carbonated Ansem, High Fructose Donald, Caramel Colored Goofy. Uh, phosphoric axle. <laughs> I don't think you should be drinking this. <laughs>where our friends come onto our show and tell us about things they're excited about to for 30 to 45 minutes or longer because who gives a fuck the timer is a lie my name is Roma I use the they and them pronouns and today we've got a lot of people in one place I tell you what uh, my co-host is here is Jakey howdy howdy I'm Jakey I use the uh, they and he pronouns and I am here to talk about some gaming gaming uh, but it's not just the two of us. No, not no. at all. There is, but wait, there's more. I introduced you, our guest host, Paul. Hey, everybody. I'm Paul Kinter. Uh, you may or may not know me from Bard Rock Cafe, a TTRPG actual play podcast that's now Bard Rock Network. Actually, hey. one of my co-hosts, Tenzai, was on here doing a Ben 10 episode a while back. But I need to prove I was the bigger nerd. Oh, crap. He's right behind me, isn't he? And Tensei. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi everybody, I'm Tensei. Uh bearer of the he they pronouns. Oh, oh right, my pronoun uh, I you, my pronouns, he him. You may remember me from the record setting Ben 10 episode, and I'm here to do it a fucking oh. game. We're gonna set another record this time. Shortest <laughs> podcast episode. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Badoop. <laughs> uh, and I stopped recording. <laughs> Fuck. That was good. <laughs> I was about to be like, my kids, I need to see my kids. And then it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're actually going to go with uh, the most instances of the word fuck in this podcast history. Oh, Jesus. I kind of like that one song Limp Bizkit did that one time, but in podcast format. Bruh. That sounds like a podcast mind's thought process. If you're if you're somehow watching this podcast, we are going to put a little counter over in the corner, the fuck counter, if you will. Um, it's going to tick up every single time we say fuck, kind of like that one uh, South Park episode where they constantly said fuck a hundred and whatever times. I don't remember because I haven't watched it since it came out. Or like that Team Fork Super Star that. thing with yeah. all the times that Krillin got Krillin owned. Krillin got owned, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More like the times Krillin got fucked. Bruh. Yeah, I was just going to say, the times Krillin got what?
What? <laughs> um, oh, geez, that's a that's a. Uh, no, you know what? I'm moving on. Um, oh, yeah, I, no, that's a different counter. That's a different counter. Um, Let the tangents flow through you. <laughs> so, um, I kind of just want to begin first to see how did we all get here? How did we all get into the topic of the day? Do we want to say what the topic is of today? I think this is a good time, right? No, let him guess. Let him guess. Okay. So, um, let, let's you know, let's start with Paul. How did you get into Kingdom Hearts? Uh, so, I, got, I remember it was actually... My grandmother, at the time Kingdom Hearts 1 came out, uh, bought me a new PlayStation 2, and Kingdom Hearts was the game she bought for it because my brother and I were super stoked for this game based on the trailer. And we like, she's like, well, get you guys whatever you want for Christmas. And we're like, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 2. And she, she fucking hated us for that. But oh, she us PlayStation 2 and Kingdom Hearts, and it was a good Christmas. That was a damn good Christmas. Tensei, how did you get into Kingdom Hearts? So... How I got into Kingdom Hearts is tale as old as time. It was the special interest of some guy I was trying to bone. Ayo. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, this was around when the first game came out, and it was still a very new thing. Uh, so yeah, I picked up the game because like it, it also had a lot of praise, and I was very interested in the like Disney and and Square Enix merger. So like multi multi uh, like cross game shenanigans have always really appealed to me. So I did. I decided to check it out and I got the game and I played it for, I don't know, 10 minutes of building a boat on a beach and said, I hate this and then turned it off <laughs> until Kingdom Hearts 2 came out and I saw people like doing uh, like Let's Plays of it. And and so um, it's like, oh, this actually looks really cool. Like there's actually there is a game here, right? And so I went back, checked out the first one, found out that, yeah, there is a game. It's just got a long intro. I guess that's like an issue people have. <gasps> so I went back. I gave it another shot. Started with one because I feel like if I started with two, I would get upset again <laughs> because of the beginning of it. Oh, you think Kingdom Hearts 1 has the long intro, you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is there is there is a reason that simulated Twilight Town in the Kingdom Hearts randomizer community is called Baby Jail because <laughs> you cannot escape. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, if you or couldn't, I guess you can now. But, I mean, if you but yeah, then I went back to the first game. Uh, it's so real long. Yeah, I mean, you just wear out the button to skip uh, the cutscenes. Yeah, went back to the first game, played it, really enjoyed it. Perfectly fine, good, good contained story by itself. Obviously, hinted at a larger world. But if Kingdom Hearts ended with Kingdom Hearts One, it would have been perfectly serviceable as a full experience. And I went and played Kingdom Hearts 2. Who the fuck is this new guy? Why is why is Sora in an egg? <laughs> no answer no answers to any questions because Chain of Memories was not out yet. Well, it, <laughs> Chain of Memories was out, but nobody played it. Because it was for a game. Uh no, I do believe I do believe Chain of Memories actually came out after Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm I going have to, to look this the up. Google. I feel like when we talked about Chain of Memories earlier this season, it came out in like 2005? November 11th, November 11th, 2004. 
Oh no, it did come out a full year before Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2. I'm wrong. Yeah, no, the problem is it came out in a system that most of the Kingdom Hearts players didn't play because Kingdom Hearts jumped systems and platforms in a way that we weren't doing at that time. Because it's yeah. like, oh, PlayStation. This is a PlayStation game, but you, there's a Game Boy. I, I'm not a I'm not a Nintendo guy. I don't have a Game Boy Advance. I I love I love that you don't not anymore, but like before like the PlayStation 4 generation, the way to play Kingdom Hearts, you had to have a PlayStation and a Game Boy Advance and a DS <laughs> and a 3DS. And yeah. yeah, like you had to have so much stuff and you have to have you had to have a Sega Master System um, with the son with the um, and a Knuckles cartridge uh, <laughs> and like. <laughs> also, you need the Game Boy player for your Nintendo GameCube. Oh, God. Bruh. Huh. There's so much. Just so much. There was transfer. There was transfer pack functionality with the N64. Um, God, they put an exclusive game on one of those ColecoVision flashback consoles. Kingdom Hearts is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> just like its plotline. There's also a game just for Nokia phones. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. That, that one's not a. That one's not a lie. <laughs> I'm pissed. I can't. I can't with this. There is a game. There was a game only for Nokia phones. That's that's completely real. Wait, I was bullshitting. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, that is actually true. I hate yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you killed. Um, <laughs> is there any other uh, uh remaining uh plot lines in regards to your beginning experience with Kingdom Hearts you'd like to share? Oh no! I fucking fell in off the yeah, deep end valid. and played everything after yeah, that yeah. until three, which it's, I hate. It's not Kingdom Hearts if you don't open three new plot holes, closing the one you close. That's fair. <laughs> um, I know we've asked you this before, Jakey, or at least I feel like we have. But what is your experience with Kingdom Hearts? How did you get into it? Uh, so I got a PlayStation Two for my eleventh birthday, um, and I got Kingdom Hearts as my game with it. Um, I hadn't really heard of it before, but my parents were like, oh, it's got Mickey Mouse on it. So it's probably cool. It's probably. Fine. Um, but what we didn't know is because I because I went just like from Super Nintendo to a PlayStation 2. Is that you needed uh, memory cards. Oh, and so oh. until two months later at Christmas time, I, I didn't have one. So I just played like the first four or so hours of Kingdom Hearts. Over and over and over. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, for an 11 year old is perfectly fine. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't just leave um, the system a... on and like get really, really heartbroken when somebody accidentally turned it off. No, my dad would be very mad if I did that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 tried. I had a I had a I had a very similar experience. Um, I owned a PlayStation one and a couple games before I owned a memory card. So I played the first mission of Final Fantasy VIII probably 20 times. I mean, I everyone you. else did that too, but on the demo. Hi, hi, dog. Hey, dog, what's up? I, I don't know <laughs> what they're yelling about. Uh, who let the dog, dog out? Woof. They're yelling about they're yelling about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> they're As also very excited. They're yelling in the street. Yeah. Oh, it's Pluto. <laughs> oh my god, he's coming with a message from the king. 
Oh, what does this say? Arc. Get back on track, you fucks. <laughs> Never. Well, well, that's not very royal of him. Oh well, my king, if the king says so. Um, <laughs> did you have any other things you wanted to touch base on um, in regards to your Kingdom Hearts initial experience? Oh yeah, so I, I would just played that over and over and got extremely obsessed with it. Um, I had the uh, also for that birthday, I got like the strategy guide, right? And I would read that thing front to back cover like like it was my favorite novel. I love that. And uh, I had that for years. It was falling apart because they were not designed for longevity. No. Um, yeah, after that, this is just like it was sealed. This was part of my brain chemistry. This is who you are now. Yep. Um, I I have to know. Did you did you do that bit on purpose? Bit? You read it front to back cover. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. I like it. Bruh. <laughs> um. Let's see. I know I've mentioned it probably twice before with my Kingdom Hearts experience, but I'll just I'll just touch base in case there's new folks here who haven't heard the the previous two Kingdom Hearts episodes. Um so I got into Kingdom Hearts like probably a lot of people. Um the Kingdom Hearts 2 commercial was on TV in the United States and Simple and Clean was playing and I went that shit fucks in my 9-year-old voice, however old I was. And my mom Put the, got the song from Napster and put it on a burned CD for me, and I played that shit on repeat. Fucking love Simple and Clean. But I never played the game because we never got the game. It wasn't until high school when I was into this guy, as I relate to Tensei for a moment, and I wanted to, I wanted <laughs> to date this guy, and he and I sat on his floor, and, and I watched him play Kingdom Hearts 2 for a little bit, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> um, but it did as is as tradition. Is tradition. Um, <laughs> later on, I actually had to mute myself for a second and open up the door and be like, hey, Tony, what was that game that we played in that alleyway that one time? And uh, Tony was like, it's either uh, like the Final Fantasy rhythm game or it was Dream Drop Distance. Um, and I'm not going to go into details as to why we were playing Kingdom Hearts or playing video games in an alleyway, but um, I can just tell you I don't remember any of it. <laughs> um that's i feel like there's a really good story there there is but i will have to save it for after the episode (laughs) um secret lore i love it uh, it's it subscribe to the patreon (laughs) i don't even know if that i think it might violate patreon rules i'm not sure but um oh no unrelated Uh, fully unrelated that won't be there things you want to describe in public content no (laughs) um (laughs) unless you're a garbage man i guess oh my god um (laughs) (laughs) so um but as i ended up uh you know life goes on and i ended up uh, moving in with tony and our friend lewis who also was one of the hosts on the show and between the two of them, I would get uh, very quick Kingdom Hearts info dumps um, in our kitchen um, between the two of them. And they would start talking about very intense stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And they're like, listen to Got It Memorized. And so I ended up listening to Got It Memorized. Um, and I think I got up to like just before Kingdom Hearts 3. But also, do I remember a lot of it? No, but it's OK. I knew chunks and pieces 
And I've learned chunks and pieces from Plockbus with uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross and Chain of Memories. And so today I get to add more to my puzzle pieces of what the fuck is going on in Kingdom Hearts by closing one plot hole with three new plot holes um, or plot lines. It's going to be a great time. So you don't got it memorized. No. (laughs) No, Axel's coming for me. Um, Also, by the way, my cat's named Axel. uh, Specifically after Axel from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I just thought you were a Guns N' Roses fan for a second. No, uh, our our (laughs) Lewis has a uh, cat named Shion, a dog named Roxas, and then Axel. But when we moved out, we took Axel with us and then got a new cat and named uh, her Sora. So we have uh, specific hyperfixations. Um, So we have addressed... Our, our beginnings with Kingdom Hearts. Um, but where are we now? Where, where What are we talking about today? So, I, I think the best way to describe this topic is the fact Sora is a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not, you're not <laughs> wrong. This... Because Sora basically has, inside of his body over the course of the series, seven souls wedged in there. Or hearts, if you will, for those of you who want to use the vernacular associated with the series yeah just uh in insert slap noise here this boy can hold so many souls oh my god <laughs> is he gonna explode i mean he did explode for at least two of these things i'm pretty sure he, he kind of no. did yeah <laughs> i mean there's okay? the part where his memories exploded there's the part where he exploded and turned into a heartless i do remember that He's basically a taxi that... cab. <laughs> He's a heart taxi? Yeah. 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 A, a cab of love? Yeah. Except it's a very strange taxi where people just keep getting in and then don't leave. <laughs> There's the Hotel California. Of Hotel, Cal- Hotel Kingdom it's a, the, 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 the Taxi California? Taxi California. <laughs> the Clown Car California. <laughs> you know that meme where the guy's putting on clown makeup progressively but it's for each mm-hmm. soul that he acquires i mean that meme could literally just be someone describing this plot of kingdom hearts i think i've seen that meme oh my god <laughs> so he would have to take some off at one point because souls do escape <laughs> that would be actually well, an uh, amazing version uh, of that meme. Thing, the first soul that escapes gets shoved back in. <laughs> right. Well, sort sort of. It's I, complicated. Fuck, we're gonna get we're gonna get into this. The first soul that escapes is piecemeal of like three different souls. Alright, so it's, should we start with naming the souls or do we want to introduce them as like we discussed them? I, I have a list. I made a an attempt and I googled timeline of Sora's hearts, but it's just trying to tell me Kingdom Hearts timelines. Right now, I, I looked at connections to Sora's heart and there are seven characters, including Sora. That feels really small. It's the number. Of, it's only the ones who's either directly been inside of Sora or had a chunk of Sora inside of them. Oh, my so goodness. It, you want to rephrase that? I said, I said, that? And I said what I meant. <laughs> Elephant's memory 100%. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. So we have, we have uh, 
obviously Sora, and then we mentioned Roxas, who is considered separate for the purposes of this list, even though Roxas is kind of like three different things, like you said. Uh, Namine is a reduction of Sora's heart. Like she's a separate being, but like she counts. Uh, Ventus and Venitas, and Shion. And then obviously Sora is number seven. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That is like a clown car taxi cab. Yeah, so that's many not kids including all the people heart. who are just connected to Sora's heart, which really is more nominates things. Sora messes with the connections to Sora's heart. These are the people who have physically shared real estate with Sora's heart. I just thought of a great <laughs> cosplay bit. Can I pitch you guys? Uh, I'm a tangent a little bit. Can I pitch you guys a Absolutely. really great like TikTok concept or a YouTube series? Absolutely. Do it. So Sora, it's Cash Cab. Sora's the driver. <laughs> and different oh, no. cosplays of Roxas or Ventus or Benitas or Shion or whoever, you know, they, they get into the cab and uh, you have to like, they have to fix the problem before they get released out of Sora's body. And if they don't, the cosplayer stays and still another person enters the cab. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Someone so, do this, please. So it's going to be a shuttle bus is what we need. Yeah. Uh, this free... <laughs> no. Free content. Someone do it. No, I love I love the idea of this just being a regular ass taxi. Oh. They can probably seat at maximum five people. Right. If I, you squish I, I, and just me. everybody. I was thinking of the practicality of putting these physical people inside of a real life taxi and thinking, oh well this will be This is I was visualizing this... actually making the TikTok like a pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean we could get like a minivan. This... You know, with the seat where there's no seat in the middle, so you could fit five in the back, one in the front. I just want to shove a bunch of people uncomfortably into a yeah, car. Make them sit on yeah. top of That's so much to ask. And you just have Ventus kind of holding onto the back from the trunk. Like the trunk is popped open to functionally be another seat. <laughs> and they're driving around New York City. <laughs> I like it. Goodness. We're on to something here for We're sure. Uh, but who was the first one to get in the car? Uh, you want that in release order or chronological order? Uh, what makes more sense to to, to discuss it in? Uh, so release order is probably the easier path to follow because time, like they do, like prequel and midquel stuff. So starting with Kingdom Hearts One, I, Sora gains Kyrie. Is Kyrie real? Kyrie is well, real. Okay. Well, no, no, Kyrie's not real. These are these are video games. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to the counter. <laughs> I just been notified the counter froze once we hit ninety nine. It didn't have a third digit pumped into it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's okay, because over on the side, we have a counter counter, which will tick up every time that ticks over to 100. <laughs> or, or if we wanted to keep it like Kingdom Hearts, the counter will just change another color, count back up to 99, and then just stay at that. Oh, oh no, the counter works like the boss health bars, where like it doesn't move until you've gone through four health bars worth of health. There we go. Bruh. Um, wait. The counter counter only counts in fractions. It uses 0 0.2, 0 0.8, <laughs> 497 over 2, or whatever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, Kingdom Hearts 5. That's going to be the next one. Actually, that's the next game in the series of Kingdom Hearts Pi. 
Kingdom Hearts 3.14 repeating. 3.14159265? Exactly. Exactly. Just Kingdom Hearts I, I legit. I legit thought you just said Kingdom Hearts 5, as in the number after 4. <laughs> like, that would that would also make sense, honestly. Yeah. 5 minus 1? Yeah. Oh my god, if you put it as 5 minus 1, that would be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, Square Enix, if you're listening, we will take your royalty checks at your leisure. <laughs> and send it to the Box. No, it's just... <laughs> It's just called Kingdom Hearts 5 Reality's Glimpse. Oh. Using the same naming convention right. as 0.2 of Fragmentary Passage. This episode is. <laughs> is getting renamed to the Roast of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 5 <laughs> Skyrim Remastered. Oh. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so you finally woke up. Good morning. Boostra <laughs> do. I swear to God, if they do Kingdom Hearts, a very special edition, and it's Alexa exclusive. Oh, mm -mm. nope. Because, <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> yeah, in case anybody forgot, there is an Alexa version of Skyrim. And it's the funniest thing in the ha world. Have, have fun if you didn't know that. I, I have an Alexa. Oh, it looks question. like you're going to be can gaming you, tonight. You should play Skyrim on it. Can you run Kingdom Hearts inside Tears of the Kingdom? Tony, I need a moment. Hey, Alexa, can I play Skyrim? <laughs> can you hear this? No. 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 Alexa, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tony <laughs> Was it letting you yeah. do it? <laughs> but because y'all couldn't hear it, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I heard, I heard the like. Right, yeah. Tony's so confused. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, wait. Are we going? We're going in uh, release order. Release order. Yes. We're going to go release. Okay. Release order, and we we might have to dip in around because release order is kind of shaky. But the easiest one is the we, first we, one in release order is Kyrie that we technically yes. know of. So Kyrie's been inside of Sora. Yes. Yes. I'd love to hear it. Kyrie has been inside of Sora for almost the entirety of the first Man. game. That's great. I love to hear it. Um, because okay, we should Maybe we, should, we should talk about something first that is revealed. Yeah. Okay. And I don't remember I don't remember when it's revealed, but it's the fact that Sora's heart is unnaturally open. Like people's hearts aren't meant to contain other hearts. His is a very special one because it can do that. But not only does it contain hearts, it actively calls to hearts that are in distress. That's how Kyrie's heart finds its way inside of his, because um, her she she was in a lot of distress due to the events of Kingdom Hearts One, and found its way her heart found its way into Sora's, and they they didn't tell us until the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just a good boy. What a yeah. good boy. Sora is a good boy. I love 
Sora is the Sora is the third goodest boy in all of Kingdom Hearts. Who's the second? Roxas. Who's the first? Ventus. Okay. Um, these are fair. I feel like you completely ignored Pluto, who by definition is going to be the goodest boy. I uh, have that's, opinions okay. on Pluto. Here's here's the thing. Um Roxas, Ventus, and Sora are are good boys with lowercase G's. Pluto is a good boy, capital G, capital B, TM. I don't know. Okay. I don't trust that dog. <laughs> that, uh, I, I need to address something. <laughs> if Donald is an animal humanoid type creature, Goofy's a humanoid type entity. Mickey, what the fuck's going on with Pluto? Pluto's okay. a pervert. I have the real answer. I have the real answer What's to this. Really? Do you do you want to know the real Disney sanctioned answer yes. to this? Absolutely. Pluto is a dog. He is an animal. Goofy is a funny animal person. That's all we get. That is the real <laughs> that is the real that is the that is the real term for like anthropomorphized sentient animals that can like talk and are so basically, you know, main characters. Is is funny animal person? That's so basically, that's to do with whether or not he's developed sentience. He has not, so he's a pet. It's kind of like how yeah. human beings can coexist with gorillas. I don't know if that's the same assertion. I mean, that's uh, fair. But either I, way, I can't. I Disney. I can't with you. <laughs> I liked Pluto being a pervert much better. <laughs> Look, the author is dead, okay? Do whatever you want with Pluto. In my the internet sure in has. In my head canon, he just chooses to be like that. As long as he's happy and not in like slaved or anything. Yeah. That's all. Unless he Unless wants, he to, wants be. to. There's no no shaming here <laughs> on this podcast. For things that are but um, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> moving, moving away. Yeah, from this. Kyrie, because Destiny Island is being uh, destroyed by the heartless. Uh, Kyrie's heart merges with Sora's, and somehow Riku winds up with her body. Which brings the bigger question of like, if she lost her heart, why didn't she turn into a heartless? Yeah. But why didn't she? That's a good because... question. The game doesn't directly answer. I don't. Um, so, okay. You turn into a heartless when you, when you, um, die with darkness in your heart. Kyrie is one of the seven princesses oh, of light and okay. therefore has no darkness in her heart, which with to turn into a heartless. And I guess technically she didn't really die. Her heart just like went on vacation. Yeah. Her, her heart, her heart just found refuge inside Sora's. Like it went and said, Hey, I need amnesty. Um, and I don't know enough about actual amnesty proceedings to complete this joke. <laughs> I only know the Adventure Zone version of amnesty, so I, I have no help. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't help either. We can, I, yeah, I get that's, the that's idea, the reason though. that. Yeah, that, that's the reason that Kyrie is like just in a daze for the entire game until the end. In the that's first right. game. Yeah. Yeah, correct. The Kingdom Hearts 1, not Kingdom Hearts, which comes after chronologically Kingdom Hearts 0.2 or whatever. 
Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And then Kingdom Hearts 2 introduces the characters of... Oh, sorry, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories technically happens next. That introduced Domine. And Domine is part of Sora's heart, part of Kairi's heart, question mark. They really haven't clearly defined it. She's not, not, she's not Kairi's nobody. Even though she has right. resemblances okay. to Kairi. So, here's, here's where we say that <clears throat> some of this isn't confirmed by the games. Some of this is a little bit headcanony, but it makes complete sense. Yeah. Namine is Sora's heartless. Because when Sora turned into a heartless, he made or uh, nobody. Namine is Sora's nobody. Uh, because Sora had several hearts inside of him, not just Kairi's, uh, when he became a heartless in the first game, he made multiple nobodies as well, because there were multiple hearts inside of his. And his heart fragmented to stay with the other pieces. So Namine is Sora's nobody that contains fragments of Kairi's heart, and we'll get to him later, but Roxas is Sora's nobody that contains fragments of Ventus's heart. Which is why no order that we could have done this in is correct. <laughs> yes. I, I I had not heard that like explanation of it before, and I really like it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to run because this by Tony. The game the the game the games don't say this 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 is a little bit headcanony but is the only thing that makes sense because the games just say yeah Rox is a sore as nobody never mind that every other person every other nobody and somebody that is the official Kingdom Hearts name uh for for pairs look identical ignore all of that Roxas is just sore as nobody but that cannot be correct hey, to be fair Zemnus and and uh, and uh, Xehanort's heartless look mostly the same. Xemnas has substantially pointier hair. Right. I mean, there are there are minor differences between uh, between people's uh, nobodies and somebody's uh, across the board. I think Axel is the most similar out of everybody, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, he like, looks like, exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, he's got um, some tattoos. Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no way that Roxas is only Sora's nobody. No way. Yeah. Unless. I like it. Yeah, and Unless. Well, I'm, just, I'm just making up shit. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so are the people who write Kingdom Hearts. What's your point? Uh, I don't know how to break this to you again, Romo, but all stories are just made up. Fuck! This isn't real. It's so, a video game. So Tenzai, I believe there's this genre you should become familiar with. It's called nonfiction. Those stories are, in fact, not made up. Unless. Uh, I've never heard of it. Seems fake. Yeah. Yeah, that seems made up. <laughs> Did you just literally say fake news? <laughs> <laughs> no. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do you call it? So, all right. So, we've kind of explained Roxas and Namine. Kind of. Right? Sort of. Sort of. Okay. As much as, as, much as they as nominee has been explained by the writers of Kingdom Hearts, she's been explained by us. Right. I love to hear and it. Do we, Paul, uh, any, anybody on this, does anybody have the slightest hint where Nominee's ability to 
write and link and unlink memories and connections came from. She's a it witch, has- right? They explained no. her as a witch. That, that's what they call it. That's how they understand it. It's my understanding right, but like, that Nominee's ability comes from the fact that she's she can only manipulate the connections to Sora's heart, and I think it has to do with the openness of Sora's heart, combined with the fact that she's like Sora's, as you theorized, true heartless, or not nobody. Like so, it has to do with the special nature of Sora's heart that lets her do that, and that she maybe. But then, it. why couldn't why couldn't Roxas do that? Because or why couldn't Shion do that? We'll get to her later. Well, as you pointed out, you're, and again, we're going with the head canon that the community has put together here. If Namine is the truest of the nobody spawned from Sora, then it makes sense that she would have the most access to Sora's heart and heart strength. Because it's like, okay, well, I, it's like the aspect of Sora. Also, it could be because she also has an aspect of a princess of heart built into her. It's oh. you know, most nobodies have some sort of special power, right? It just so happens hers yeah. is manipulating hearts because she came from a guy who has a production of hearts. Oh, so everybody else gets the ability to summon a weapon and she can All right. play with the with the red strings of fate. Got I mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, one, cool. one of the members of organization 13 can straight up manipulate and bend time. So is this any different? Yes. I disagree. That is just as fucked up, except Nominee doesn't have the ability to summon a weapon. If anything, Nominee's underpowered. <laughs> I mean... Maybe... She's people summon a giant pencil racer to kind of wipe you out of existence. Do we actually know if she can't summon a weapon? Uh, we've never seen her do so. Anymore. I guess not. Like, I guess we don't just know that. Defenseless? Maybe she's been able to like fight Organization 13 this whole time. She just chooses not to. Well, or maybe she doesn't realize it. I know. I mean, like, if she's been, uh, I mean, effectively, it sounds like she's been abused by Organization 13 and, like, used for her abilities. She could just not realize that she could fight back with, That's true. you know, with, with an actual weapon. She, she just fought back differently. Yeah. You, you might be right. So, like, again, because this is a very Disney thing, they obviously are not going to show abuse on that level. Yeah in this sort of in this sort of property yeah but like when we see her she is like locked in a completely white room with nothing in it except her own drawings um she is constantly like given orders from the organization and threatened like yeah yeah there there might be a lot of like very untold abuse and psychological damage to Namine, who as we already know, nobody's do not have the greatest psyches in the first place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's almost like dying a couple times would be bad for your mental health. Bruh. <laughs> is, is dying bad for your mental health if you don't remember it? Um. Oh, so, so here's the thing about trauma is you actually, you just described what's called a repressed memory. Right, right, right. But this isn't this isn't repression. It's literally like not there for nobody's. But, no, but like, okay, you just described brain damage. Which is also a form of trauma. I, I, I guess. <laughs> okay. Technicalities. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but I don't know. It just, I, I guess I'm, my my brain just wants to give nominee that like credibility, but also in the understanding of like if you don't realize that's something you can do, you know. But it's well, that's probably there. 
You know, I think the story didn't want her to be able to, but whether or not she could is probably up for debate. Yeah. 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 And we'll never know anymore, so. Damn it. I mean, Sora is still a character in Kingdom Hearts 4. How do we know Nominee won't magically reappear? You're fucking right. You know yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, didn't she? As long as there are recurring characters, they can bring back the other recurring characters. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right. Also, like, don't even get into the ending Kingdom Hearts 2 where her and Roxas walked off to have an oh ending. Oh, my ending. God. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. I just realized something. This is completely tangential. There are seven Soras, right? Effectively? Yeah. Yes. There are seven princesses of heart. The entire... Okay. So one of the major through lines in, in Kingdom Hearts, or in particular the, the Seeker of Darkness saga, as uh, as it's been called, is that seven of light and 13 of darkness. After Organization 13 failed, Xehanort instead went through time and just got copies of himself to be the 13, plus a couple people that he had inserted himself into, sort of in a reverse Sora method. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Riku's also a Jirduck. Do, do, do you think there's an alternate, like, ending to Kingdom Hearts 3 that was seven Soras versus 13 Xehanorts? <gasps> I mean, I wonder if they, they could still do that. I don't know if, how they could justify it. Um... I mean, that's really easy to go, oh, we didn't like how Kingdom Hearts 3 ended, so Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to time travel back in time and redo the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3. That's what Remind was, though. That's what the DLC is, is they they already did that. Oh, I forgot they made DLC for that game. Or 13 Soras of Darkness versus 7. Well, if we need if we need thirteen swords of darkness, then we got to shove more boys inside this boy. <laughs> um, three of the people shoved in Sora were girls. Thank you. Shove more teens in the teen. More teens. Wait. So we have we talked about all of no because we we t- we've talked about Nominee. Yeah, we've got Nominee touched briefly on Roxas, who's the primary heart introduced in Kingdom Hearts two, and Kyrie. Uh, we have not gotten into Shion, who's introduced in a very unpopular game. They didn't even adapt the gameplay to actually, in the remaster. I loved that yeah. game, actually. <laughs> I, I, I also I, did. I wasn't judging him saying it was unpopular. I didn't. Oh, that's, that's all I'm fair. saying is that's it wasn't yeah. popular. It was definitely unpopular. I, I enjoyed it, although I, there were parts of the gameplay that I thought were a little tedious because the, the enemies were a little homogenous. But that's a whole other topic. Like it was. Acceptable. Yeah. The the. The game is effectively 30 hours of you doing the exact same three things over and over and over again. I love it. But it's fine. I mean, here's the thing. A lot, very of, fun. a lot of video games are that. And that's exp- like, if they made this as a mobile game, no one would question that. True. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing the same thing uh, over I'm, and over again with a slightly different skin on it. Yeah, this is just a mobile game. Oh, it just feels like Destiny. I'm also, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for... Um, like like unique or weird progression mechanics and the like sort of puzzle piece Tetris thing that you had to do in days was was very compelling. Oh, that was very cool. It kind of made me think of uh, loosely like how you did some uh, of the power ups in the Mega Man Battle Network games. I haven't played them. I can't I can't comment on that. I'm sorry. You're good. Familiar with the anime swipe card get power up, which is kind of how like, which is kind of how all the different card based combat systems in Kingdom Hearts work. Yeah, 
I was going to say, Swipe Card Get Power is Digimon Tamers. I, mean, I don't know it's also where Mega, Mega Man, Man comes Battle, into this. Mega Man Battle Network was basically Digimon Tamers, but with Mega Man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that I think that one sentence just sold me on Battle Network. <laughs> Battle Network was really good, actually. But that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I've only seen right. I've only seen the bad Mega Mans. Right. I've seen the one just called Mega Man, Super Fighting Robot Mega Man, and I've seen Mega Man powered up, the really bad Man of Action one. All right. So coming to Bard Rod Network, Tenzai and I Liz, have been doing a ba- Mega Man Battle Network rewatch podcast. No. No. No, no, no. Incorrect. It can't be a rewatch because I've never watched it before. That's the best kind of rewatch podcast. It's a blind watch for you. It's a rewatch for me. I get to watch your reactions live and then we talk about it. Okay. I have a feeling that will be significantly less interesting than you think. We are at the requisite 40 to 50 minutes and we have touched one of these seven people. How many people are you touching? That's a really bad phrasing. (laughs) Please take that out. <laughs> or don't. Also, we have gotten to three and a half. <laughs> okay. Shion is like, what is the best way to explain Shion? Well, let's, we need to talk about Roxas for a minute. Yeah. Right, yeah okay. My yeah, I feel boy. Like. My boy. Roxas is such a good boy. Um, I love the beginning of days where, where Roxas has been awake for I think three full days now or whatever, on your first mission, which is a glorified tutorial, Roxas and Axel go out, and it's like, okay, one of the three types of missions is find the treasure chest, find the objective. And so you go into Twilight Town, you go into the little like subway thing, and you find the chest. And then Roxas goes, like after just seeing it, like with his eyes visually and not touching it, goes, okay, we're done, let's go home. <laughs> and Axel has to be like, no, you fuck. We have to open it. It's what's inside the chest that counts. <laughs> I didn't see that anywhere on I, my uh I didn't see that anywhere on my notes for this task. It's yeah, yeah. But I mean Rock the, the following instructions he was given. It's how men for giving bad instructions. The opening like five missions to today's are so good. Roxas is the biggest fucking idiot because he has no memories and very little understanding of anything that is happening. He's just kind of doing what people tell him in the most literal way. And it's so fun to watch. This poor boy. It's pretty good. Good. Uh, yeah, Roxas is the other is the other Sora nobody that was made. Um, who is made from Sora and probably Ventus. Yeah, at the very least, there's uh, a strong physical resemblance to Ventus, which we will get to yeah. in a couple of game That was something that I remember being confused on. I was like, what do you mean this guy is Sora's nobody? They don't look anything alike. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. they look vaguely alike, and they're both roughly 14-year-old male anime protagonists. But that- I mean... Uh... But this and this is another headcanony thing. But I feel like this explains why Roxas can use two keyblades. Is because he is made of two keyblade wielders. He is made of Sora and Ventus. So why can there is Sora use two keyblades in several different drive forms, even though the people he drive merges with aren't keyblade wielders? Uh 
Because shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they realized it was cool and wanted to do it some more. That's fair. Yeah. Goodness. Um. So okay, no, I have a real answer for you. Actually, I love real answers. At no sorry. At no point in Kingdom Hearts one does Sora use two keyblades. No. True. In Kingdom in Kingdom Hearts two. Sora has been recombined with Roxas, who could use two Keyblades. So this does bring up the flavor Sora question. In Kingdom Hearts 1, they, the Keyblade changed forms based on you attaching keychains. And now he just has like, an entire bag of Keyblades in all the other games just on his back. Uh, no, no, no. The, the games do still call them keychains. Right, but True, yeah. It, um, but flavorfully, he's supposed to have like one keyblade that changes form, but then they kind of ignore that when they want him to have a second keyblade. Look, he has a bag full of keychains. Oh my god! So when he gets the second blade, another chain just becomes a different keyblade. Sure. <laughs> you know what? This I is guess. actually the least disbelief this series has asked me to spend. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, my like, sword just has a second sword. Fine. Sometimes this like, board becomes th that makes sense because because he has been collecting keychains and like I said, uh, I I think before we started recording, Kingdom Hearts does not have any gaming abstrata in it at all. Every single thing that you think is just like a mechanic for the player to understand is a real physical thing in Kingdom Hearts. The keychains are real physical objects that Sora carries around. The medals from the mobile game are actual real physical things that they are using to channel the powers of these Disney people. Like, there is nothing in Kingdom Hearts that is just for the player outside of the UI. Hmm. Very true, yeah. And... And it's wild for that. <laughs> so, so Sora is literally carrying around entire cottages with him. Kingdom Hearts one, like he just has a house in his pocket. Yes. Damn, pocket house. It's like uh, he can, in fact, carry ninety nine houses and ninety nine tents at the same time. I, I was kind of just more pictured him as like uh, capsule corpse capsules, but I, I like that he's just he's just strong. He's just strong. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be even better with the capital course capsule. Just he's in the middle of a boss fight and he like gets up really, really high. He just like throws out his house and drops it on a guy, like, which we can which is the rest style. <laughs> so I threw my secret attack. <laughs> I throw a house at you. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that next time I do an actual play. <laughs> Why does nobody do that in Dragon Ball? That'd be so cool. In Dragon <laughs> Ball, it would work, but by Dragon Ball Z, they can just casually blow up planets, so dropping a house on them wouldn't even do anything. Are you telling me that dropping a house on top of Yamcha wouldn't do anything, even in Super? Come on. And Yamcha, yes, but who the hell is trying to find a way to cheese a fight with Yamcha? Me. Like, Yajirobe. I guess. Then again, Goku may or may <laughs> not be vulnerable to gun, so there's that. Even do though they his muscle density is like, they do. And there's a plot point in Dragon Ball Super where some guy, after Goku powers down, just shoots him in the back, and Goku's like, oh no, my one weakness is a bullet. Even Which though is in wild, the farmer with a shotgun. But, and like, yeah, one. I was just going to say that. <laughs> the farmer that shot Reddits. Yeah, well, Reddits caught that bullet. The thing is, True. it implied that, that like, Goku has such thick muscle density, 
he probably should be able to just have bullets bounce off any part of him that has muscle mass. Because, again, he can hit hard enough to shatter a planet. His bones would have the density yeah. of, like, carbon steel. Goku like, I'm sorry, his uh, muscles are stronger also, than Kevlar. Goku Kingdom Hearts win. Yeah. Goku Kingdom Hearts win. <laughs> Disney. Disney, go buy Toei. Go buy no. Toei right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Oh, my God. Do it for the bit, but also minute, please do not do it for the bit. <laughs> oh my god. I, I'm sure Disney already that means has that... its own property it owns where two buff guys beat the living crap out of each other. Thinking. Actually, hold on. Thinking. Hold on a second. Holding. No, Disney. Disney, go buy Toei. Go buy Toei right now and put Digimon in Kingdom Hearts Yo. 4. <laughs> go do it. As much as I hate everything about data in Kingdom Hearts, that'd make me okay with it, actually. I gotta they run with, with the Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Oh no. god! Tron teams up with Digimon. No, no, we're talking about um encoded, where there's all of the like data people, and Digimon would fuck that up. It would make it would make all of that become relevant again. Uh. <laughs> Agumon's just ha- hanging out inside my journal. It's fine. Okay, if Agumon replaced Jiminy Cricket and was, like, the person doing the journaling, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's that's cool. It's fine. That would be really good. Unfortunately. Be really good. I, I don't know much about Digimon, other than um, watching, uh, for everyone who needs to know, I love Drawfee, and Karina doing the Smasher Pass Digimon PowerPoint made my life. So that's <laughs> that all was I a know. Good uh, she does that stream with the voice actor of um what's his name Scott something voice actor Jonah for, Scott yeah Jonah Scott uh it's amazing I need the PowerPoint I mean, I mean Digimon is really I feel like I saw a highlight it, of that just well what what if Pokemon lived in Tamagotchi oh my god no no how dare you I said that specifically to get you to say that so yes <laughs> bruh. It's what if Monster Rancher lived in Tamagotchi. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> no, 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 but, no, Monster Rancher lives in CDs, though. CDs? Uh, you know, should we, should we like, maybe do a little music number, get back in sync? Um, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> is that the right one? Or is that Backstreet Boys? I, I, can, I can never that remember. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. That, so now we need to just end the uh we finish the recording just everyone go bye 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 bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I don't know what's going on, so no. <laughs> um all right, so we've covered nominee. We've covered Roxas. Uh enough for Roxas anyway. Um, yeah, I feel like we've covered enough for Roxas. So, we we could go on so, about Roxas for all. Then, we should cover Roxas being reabsorbed. Okay. Right. Well, well, before we do that, we should explain Shion oh, no. because we're still on Kingdom Hearts. What happens between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2? Ah. Right, 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 right. So what's Shion's deal? Shion is... Iconic. All right. So for starters, okay. do you remember how in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories... There was like two plots, one about Sora ascending Castle Oblivion and one about Riku doing it. And there was a clone of Riku that they made and they like 
like the clone of Riku like had memories too. Yeah. That's a plot point. Like yeah. they basically use yeah. that same technology to make a body to shove Rox's power in for Shio. Yeah. They I feel like um okay, I my my memory on this is a little bit fuzzy, so please correct me if I if I say something that's wrong. Shion is a fake body, almost like a homunculus, that while they were building, they were using Namine to pull the bits of Sora out of Roxas and into Namine, which is why that uh, uh, Roxas became steadily weaker while Namine was being created behind the scenes. Shion. Shion. Yes. Is that, does that sound correct? That sounds correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. Also, Shion's name, I love it. <laughs> Every everybody <laughs> Axel is just Lee with the X in it, the 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 sigil of uh the recusant sigil. Which is a very fun other thing to go into. Uh Roxas is just Sora with an X in it. Shion. If you take out the X, you are left with I O and N. And one of the prevailing theories is that you just flip that around and it's N-O-I, number I, imaginary. That's yep. good. That's better than my thought of, like, Oni? <laughs> no, I. Yeah, no, I've, I've always thought it was the number I or, or number one Roman numeral, but uh, yeah, n- number I is, is way more fun. Yeah, that is yeah. fun. Um, because yeah, it's an imaginary number. Uh, one of the one of the things about Shion that they uh sort of talk about very late in days is that Shion's face looks different to different people, and so for a while Shion always had the hood down and like had no face, but people talk to her as if they could see it. But you, the player, are never given access to it until she pulls the hood down and reveals um, a, 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 a sort of kind of Kyrie-like face. A little bit. Um, because that's what resonates within Roxas and therefore Sora's mm-hmm. heart. Um, I believe they said later that when Axel looked at Chion... He just saw Sora. Hey, yeah. And I know that when uh, um, I'm blanking on his name now, uh, Zigbar looked at her. He saw uh, uh, Ventus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. How weird was that have been for Zigbar to go, oh, hey, there's two people in Station 13 who look like this guy I met a long time ago. Knowing him, he probably thought it was very funny. Very entertaining. Yeah, it was it was either entertaining or he fucking hated it all the time. Like there's no having to try to get the names right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which um I need to go back and play it. Because I've I've do they what pronouns do they use for Shion? Oh, you know, they always use she. Oh, okay. Which feels weird if other people saw her as Sora and Ventus. 
or did only Roxas use she and like Axel never did or you know whatever I Google I don't remember Shion's yeah. pronouns ah okay uh oh god you found something so I'm literally going off of the thir- first thing that popped up in my Google search of Shion's pronouns. This is from GameFacts.com. Okay. And the question was, is Shion a boy or a girl? Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, which you know, I, I feel like somebody who's not, like, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. Anywho, it says Shion was designed to be an imperfect replica of the main character who is a male character. And over time, Shion started identifying as female, hence using the she, her pronouns is what it says. So. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. What is this? And everybody just went with that. What a really cool evil organization. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. They're evil. Like, They're not monsters. So you and I come from right. CRPGs where like I feel like the safety tools here is like, do we want to have transphobia be an element to this world? No. Okay, so we're right. gonna like right. this is like, oh hey, we're gonna be cool with this because in this world it's just a thing we acknowledge because we don't want to make bring up this uncomfortable topic for the sake of being uncomfortable with it. Right, but uh, I, 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 I do give it credit for this because a lot of times that sort of thing would be played as a comedy bit. Uh, yeah, which is that's fair. Like the worst option of 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 anything to do with it. Oh my god! It's like can, I, I really, and so I like, have a sidebar I want to initiate about this actually. Yeah. I had a friend who was no, no, just obsessed with K dramas forever, and one and the first K drama she ever exposed me to was one where like a girl uh, looked very similar to her twin brother, so she cross dressed and like oh gender confusion. It's like that like every cross dressing storyline I've ever seen portrayed in television from anything. Like there's a way to respectfully do it. Like I, like like respect the people who do drag. That's great. Yeah, but it's always, it always comes across as like very like gender affirming to traditional gender roles and transphobic and a lot of other things that are not cool. Like I've yet to see this be done any time in my lifetime where it doesn't feel like it's disrespectful to people exploring their gender identity. Uh, you want to know the wildest one that does it really good? Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, like in the original Pokemon series, Jesse and James cross dress like a oh, lot. Oh, that's right. That's and true. It's, it's always it's always handled very respectfully. That's true. It, it is treated as a bit, but not like that part. It's like, oh, this is part of the bit. That's fair. Yeah, it's the the bit is not haha James in a dress. No, the bit is everything happening around. Like it, it's good. It's very well done. Um. I have uh, sure, also Bugs Bunny. Actually, I will say that Bugs Bunny and Drag was also yeah. surprisingly respectful because uh, Tex Avery was very much trying to be proactive about that. I guess I I have oh, some yeah. more information regarding Shion's uh, gender in the game. Oh, so th- I'm, go for uh, it again. I I haven't finished the article, but this is from GameSkinny.com. Um, Shion's story in Kingdom Hearts is a transgender narrative, and uh, essentially, so Shion is a doll like just there's there's it just a, a yeah. i don't want to say i don't want to anywho so yes we recognize that kingdom hearts won't touch like gender or sexuality with a 10-foot keyblade but um pretty much they refer to Xion, even Xion 
herself will refer to her as an it. Like, Syax will refer to her as an it, Axel, but Roxas is the one who's like, no, that's a she, she, her. You know, like, Roxas is correcting people with the pronouns. And so as she's tapping into Sora's memories, into Kyrie, that's where she starts getting that identity. And that's where the, the face really starts to come in. But it does mention how, like, Syax sees her as a just a doll. Zigbar sees Ventus. Zemnis sees Sora. Um, but yeah. So it was a, it, it's pronouns, I guess, going into she, her. Right. Yeah. As you think about it, like the person, the person is perceiving her the way she wants to be perceived is seeing her as she wants to be. Everyone else is perceiving the person they want her to be. Yeah. Or I almost wonder if it's the other way around where Shion made a very quick connection with Roxas for very obvious reasons that they're like pulled from the same person and, and have that connection already established. But I wonder if it's because Roxas saw her as femme and started just saying she, her, and then she went, that's correct. Like, because of it. I wonder if it wasn't, like, the other way around, almost. Again, I'd have to replay it to, like, know for sure. Uh-huh. I mean, it could be a bit of both, too. Like, the fact is, at yeah. the end of the day, she respect recognized that Roxas is respecting her ability to identify herself. But she's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I kind of agree uh- with the presentation you think I'm having here, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. I yes. think I was going to be discussing gender identity in Kingdom Hearts today. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's basically Shiona in a nutshell. Uh, the like, like without going into all the like specific story beats, like that's generally Shiona's connection to Sora's heart. Is like you draw the little web diagram, you know, Sora to Roxas to Shiona. Boom. Yeah, and Shion... I feel like almost absorbs Roxas at one point. Yes, it's like a ma- it's like um, the major climax of the game is uh, Roxas gets enough of his strength back to go fight Shion, who becomes like a weird mutant homunculus thing. Yeah, because like Roxas lost the ability to summon the Keyblade for a while and got benched, and I, I feel like there was a point where he slept for like two weeks straight because of his because of the power drain. Yep. Everyone say hi to Satan, by the way. Hello, Satan. Just in case you don't know, that's my cat. He podcasts. Uh, he's he gets very upset if he's not part of the podcast. He's in my lap. Uh, say, Satan, look, we're doing something here, okay? Just not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but he has thoughts. <laughs> he wants to be in Sora's heart. You're stinky. Comfy, there's- okay, there's... There's eight. We're 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 one closer to the thirteen we need for evil the, Soros. The, the yeah. eighth one. For a little Christian devil. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start <laughs> for evil Soros. Sora has canonically <laughs> fought the devil. Yeah. And that's why so, like, that's... Cat. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh yeah, Hades. No, no, not Hades. At the end of Kingdom Hearts one, he fights the devil from Fantasia. Chertabog. Chernabog is identified in the mater- marked materials for the, for Fantasia as the devil. That's a great pet name. Okay, I'm gonna write that one down. I I never <laughs> I never made that connection because I've I I only saw Fantasia when I was very very young and didn't understand it because nobody spoke. I watched right? Fantasia so many times as a kid. I 
freaking loved it. Had it on DVD. Yeah, I, I remember like really liking the like Mickey Mouse using magic to clean a house, and that's literally all I remember about Fantasia. Well, the rest of cool it. thing. So, Sora has fought the devil, but Ventus has fought Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For anyone in the audience who yeah. might not remember, Lucifer is the name of the cat from one of the Disney stories. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Cinderella. Cinderella. Satan's very happy. I, I remember looking at the King Hearts with you or something going, Lucifer? And you go, oh, right, the cat, the cat. Okay. No, don't get on oh. the desk. Get on the desk. I feel like cat. I feel like cats are just cats are so powerful in any Kingdom Hearts related thing. Yes. This is definitely only for me, uh, unless somebody else here has listened to the Interstitial War. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Didn't Interstitial think so. War. The Interstitial War is a is a tabletop actual play using the Interstitial system, which is a Kingdom Hearts yeah, based yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Um. And in it, they were in they were in Great Mouse Detective World, and uh, the person playing Kylo Ren, oh my God. died to a cat like three times in one fight. My God, it was fantastic. That's amazing. That cat was so powerful. Um, his rolls were so bad. <laughs> the and I'm I'm now trying. I'm literally holding myself back from going into extreme detail about our interstitial experience and uh me playing we did as... have ex- oh you go ahead i was gonna say we did have some extremely powerful cats in, in our interstitial actual play show yeah i was uh alice from alice in wonderland in season three and my familiar was cheshire and uh at one point we did jojo fi and cheshire was my stand but like super buff <laughs> Oh my god. And then at one point I become like a mech with Cheshire around me, like a big blobby slime mech. It was is insane. It's a whole thing. Um You are you are so big brained putting Alice as the familiar. <laughs> That's so <you>. good. <laughs> oh, but it was I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not nope, this is not that podcast. <laughs> I, the hyperfixation me the very, <laughs> reflection of me the, uh, very moist image in my mind of a flesh man. Uh I there's you're also missing the part mm. where uh if Alice shook hands with anybody, they would get uh microdosed with acid. Um so that I mean, was that's just standard part of the course in <laughs> Alice in Wonderland lore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um well that was season two and three. Ugh. Anywho, so we've right. we've talked about so at this point we've gotten through all but two of the connections. Now we have to travel. If we could turn back time, the time we can find a way. <laughs> uh, now we can talk about Birth by Sleep, which introduces Ventus and Vanitas. Yeah, so yeah. Ventus was a completely separate Keybade warrior, and long story, very long story short, eventually he finds himself on Disney Island about ten years before the events of Kingdom Hearts. And he gives, a yeah. piece, he like bonds the sword in such a way a piece of his heart stays forever bonded to Sora. Which is, um, that's, there's a little bit more to it, but like that's also why like when his body goes dormant at the end of Birth by Sleep, Sora is like carrying his heart vigil so he can get brought to life later in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, oh, we probably should open this with spoilers for the Kingdom Hearts series. 
Spoilers for Birth by Sleep, a game for the PlayStation Portable. <laughs> if you haven't played it yet. Um Did I don't did Ventus meet Sora? I don't think he did. No, no just no. as hard did. Yeah, just as hard did. Like, yeah. It's okay. Like they like I think the only person who physically went there was Aqua. Uh no, because um uh Aqua met They all went to Destiny Island in the they game. Yeah. Um, Aqua Aqua met uh, um was it Aqua met Riku and Terra met Sora? Aqua met Kyrie in Radiant Garden. And then Aqua Terra, met Kyrie. Yeah. Uh met Riku. Nobody talked to Sora except for Nobody talked to Sora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like that, somehow like that seems relevant to their hearts being bonded. Yeah, Sora kind of yeah. ran up later to after Riku and he's like, Who was that weird guy you were talking to? Bruh. Yeah. Uh, but this this is also important, even though these are not people bonded to Sora at the moment, is that both Aqua and Terra did the 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 rite of passing on Keyblades. It has a real name that I've forgotten. Yes. Um. Because you you have to be like um. Uh, way back, way back in the prequels, during like back, ch- back, back cover, back cover, and Unchained Key, and all of that, like every everybody and their grandmother was a Keyblade warrior, and then a big war happened, and then very few people were Keyblade warriors, and so now, um, the ability to wield a Keyblade has to be like passed down physically through through a rite, mm-hmm. and so, um, Aqua and Terra literally gave Kyrie and Riku the ability to wield keyblades when they were like four years old. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was called the Keyblade Inheritance Ceremony. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. So deep lore pull, why can Lee wield a keyblade? Why not? Sometimes you just can. I haven't played three. The answer is probably in there somewhere. Should I ask Tony? Remember when I got the like, oh, hey, guys, check it out. I have a Keyblade now. The question like, the question yeah. was, why can Lee use a Keyblade? Yes. Let me go find yeah. out. Tony might. <laughs> okay. Um, while we're doing that, that, like, that little bit is important because Keyblades have to be passed on in that certain way. So we have Ventus, who went through a lot of trauma because he uh, had a very abusive relationship with Xehanort who was trying to turn the child into a keyblade, but spelled with an X. Keyblade. Keyblade. Yeah, yeah, we have T spelled K-E-Y and T spelled X-I. And there's also, some in some uh, traditions, T spelled K-I. All different things. Which is why we should not introduce Goku to Kingdom Hearts. Because then we have another version of key to worry about. And then the letter itself is pronounced key. And they spell it often C-H-I. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, the other reason uh, that's important, though, is because of the reveal. Vanitas has been, like, the secondary antagonist of all of Birth by Sleep. And, like, yeah. again, spoilers for a relatively old game for a system that's no longer being supported. Uh, when Vanitas finally removes his mask, he has Sora's face. Yeah. Yes. Like that's like the like 
what? It had and okay. I, I don't know if they explain this explicitly, but like the idea seems to be he's linked to Ventus, who's now linked to Sora. Correct. Yes, because um, Ventus, like before the beginning of Birth by Sleep, when Ventus was still an apprentice of Xehanort, at some point a piece of his heart got shut off and disconnected and ran and sought refuge in Sora's heart. Because again, Sora is born at this point. He's four or five years old and his heart is open and calls to other hearts that are in distress. As I said, near the beginning of this and by near the beginning, I mean somewhere around the 30 minute mark <laughs> probably. Um, and so for the entirety of the kingdom hearts franchise, Sora has heart, has had Ventus's heart inside of him. A piece of it. And it's it's a, it's a small piece, but that connection is there. Which is why Ventus isn't in like a stupor for most of the game. He like he's a, he's a full he's a full person. He's a very energetic boy. Ventus is he's the best, best boy. 95% of a person. I have answers. Yeah. You do. Yes. Okay. Are you going to like them? Don't know. So I Who stuck knows? my head through the doorway as far as my headphones would let me, and I said, hey, Tony, why can Lee use a keyblade? And Tony stared at me really hard for a while, making a face. <laughs> and I said, did I upset you or do you not know? And uh, so I'm going to try to reiterate this the best I can. Tony said, I don't okay. fucking know. And then proceed when I have theories. And said it may have something to do with his relationship with Roxas, his relationship with Ven, the thing with, uh, uh, what do you call it, or Roxas and Shion, or it has something to do with Sterletzia, or it has something to do with, the, the biggest theory being, uh, it has something to do with the girl that him and Issa tried to save a while back and then it got bequeathed onto him. I have, well, while you guys are talking. Who the fuck are those last two? Hold on. <laughs> Uh, Issa Syax? Sorry, Sykes. No, the the I, I know I know who Issa okay. is. The the other girl, the one that you didn't actually I don't know. name. We don't know her name yet. Okay. Who is who's who's the the other the other person whose name I've already forgotten? The Solasta or whatever. Streletzia. Yeah. Uh, isn't that uh somebody's that she's from like Kingdom Hearts Union Cross she's, kind of shit, right? Yeah, she's from Union Cross. That is uh, Lorium slash Marluxia's sister. Yeah, that one. Um, but I, I did also go and find uh, why. It's the name of a plant. You know, you know yeah. why? I found, I did I did find the answer for why Lee could uh, get a keyblade while we were all talking about it. It's much less interesting. Fuck. He asked you and said. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling Tony, said, Tony, <laughs> Tony, 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 yeah, no, I remember this now. I remember like him saying something about meeting Jens and having a keyblade. I just didn't connect those two dots. Yeah, right. Oh my god. Uh, I was like, oh, like I didn't realize like because I didn't play Birth by Sleep. I watched a Let's Play of it, so like that whole keyblade passing on ceremony, I like had kind of forgotten that was a plot point. 
It's like, oh, some people can innately wield keyblades. That's how this works, right? So I was like, oh, then you brought no. up the the, the inheritance. I'm like, Leah didn't do one of those. Yeah, he did. I guess. Yeah, okay. he yeah. He, he made, made him do special keyblade training off screen. Yeah, and then he got because got uh, one. For a, for a while, that was actually retconned in because for a while, like throughout the the entirety of the first game and most of um of two people kept saying like oh sora you are the chosen keyblade wielder whatever yeah you know the the keyblade chose you and only you so only you can wield it and that was just like fact in quotes for the longest time in kingdom hearts until as we are now with ventus when that piece of Ventus's heart came off, because Ventus is a Keyblade wielder, as given by uh, Master Ericus, I do believe firmly that Keyblades are attached to the heart. Yeah. yeah. I and so that. when that piece of Ventus went off into Sora's heart, it began to nurture the ability for Sora to wield a Keyblade, because <laughs> he has a Keyblade wielder's heart inside of his. So it wasn't supposed to be like this? Right. Well, because nobody, nobody did the inheritance ceremony with Sora. Yeah. And then another can reason is that, like, it was going to go to Riku at the beginning of KH1. Um, but then he jumped into the darkness portal and the keyblade was like, oh, that boy stinks. Uh, here's <laughs> another close boy. I'll just He's go to him. Stinky. Stinky. So, but here's the interesting thing, I think, is. Technically, like, oh yeah, everyone's like, sorry, the chosen one revealed the Keyblade. But then, like, Mickey revealed the Keyblade is revealed at the end of KH1. So, like, it was clear, like, oh, hey, there are other Keyblades. And it's like, yeah, his Keyblade, like, the Golden Keyblade's, like, from the World of Darkness or some shit. But, uh, like, it's like, oh, hey, they introduced that idea very early on. Other people could wield a Keyblade. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they just. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, sort of. But I think that they have they haven't closed up though. Is why, like, there are people ten years ago who like interacted with these Keyblade wielders in worlds that canonically still exist, and the idea of like those of them that know about Keyblades don't seem to remember that. Like Radiant Garden had three Keyblade wielders come to it ten years ago, and everyone who lived there is like, oh yeah, no, the Keyblade, you know, proper now. Yeah, but, um. Oh god, it was a it was a point in it was a plot point in Kingdom Hearts 2 when the place was called Hollow Bastion that everybody had kind of forgotten a lot of memories of the old city of Radiant Garden because there was a big deal midway through Kingdom Hearts 2 when they're like we finally remember what this city used to be and the name changes from Hollow Bastion to Radiant Garden. That's true. So that's part yeah. of the memories they lost was like those same memories is like Radiant Garden is one of the few worlds that's like aware of other worlds in a way where it would know about Keyblade wielders. This yeah. is like okay because Radiant, yeah, Radiant Garden is one of those worlds that's very similar to Traverse Town, where like when people's worlds get destroyed, that's kind of one of the places that they end up. Yeah, that people with strong hearts don't die; they get flung into somewhere else, which. I wonder if we'll get to see more of those in the future, because if we've established that there are two, two is a very strange number. One is fine. One makes sense. Two doesn't. So there has to be more, right? For sure. You know what I just thought of? What? 
just like when we were talking about, you know, people from other worlds recognizing the Keyblades. Huh. In KH1, King Triton is like, you're a Keyblade wielder. Get that fucking thing out of here. What? Go away. Yeah. I hate that fucking thing. Yeah, key. he is. He's, oh, he's a demigod. He's really, he's really adamant about the like, you know that you are not supposed to be here. You are not supposed to be interfering in unlinked worlds. Like King Triton knows the lore <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts. He's like, you're not supposed to meddle. And, he, and he's really fucking upset about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it's important to remember King Triton is so canonically in the Little Mermaid world, Triton is Triton from Greek mythology, the son of Poseidon. So like he's like God yeah. level and Hades is also God level and knows about other worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, once you get to be a certain uh, stepping stone on the celestial hierarchy, it's like, oh, yeah, this is just common knowledge. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, they've been around long enough because worlds get linked and unlinked all the time. And so they've probably just been around long enough to have seen this happen before and have therefore interacted with people who know the rules and, like, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's literally just an experience thing, I feel like. Well, I would have thought that too if there wasn't an entire plot point about an entire world of people forgetting shit. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Like, well, but yeah, like, that makes sense too. It's just like, at some point, like, I think like that you write the experience thing, like, well, Triton's really fucking old because he's immortal. Yeah. And, and to your point, um, none of the worlds that had forgetting problems contain gods. Yo. So yeah. the I I don't think that's by design. I I I, I, I don't mean, think that that's a link. Disney only has but, so many characters with actual worlds with actual deities. Right. And and they had to make new worlds because Disney wasn't going to say like, "Oh yeah, uh you know, when when worlds get consumed by darkness, they get I don't know, throw them into cars." They're not going to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> um so they had to make new places and therefore they didn't have you know, all of the deities that they had already established. True. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. That hurt. So that is the seven people who have shared physical real estate with Sora's heart. Yeah. Um, Which begs the bigger question of why are hearts so transient kingdom hearts? Because there are other people who do this. You know, you have Riku and Terra both share heart space with Xehanort. Is Xehanort's heart like just a hard foil of Sora's where he can share heart space with people? Yo, yeah. Yeah, Xehanort uh, yeah. and Sora are, are, the way that their hearts work is very, like, if you've seen My Hero Academia, it's very um, all for one versus one for all. Whereas, like, one contains multitudes and one gives multitudes. That's so true. Oh, shit. Yeah. I would say I came to that same realization earlier during this conversation where it's like, wait a minute. No, Xehanort is just opposite Sora. Man, that's so good. Ah, yeah, I love this series. I love this game series. God dang. Right, right. Kingdom, Heart, Kingdom Hearts is so good. Kingdom Hearts it, is so good. It is. Like, it, it, at a lot of levels, it is very good. It's like I think a lot of the things like the complexity of the plot and how much it like needs to be explained by people who are like 
in the know, it's kind of become a guilty pleasure for me because it's like, oh, hey, I need, like, I can't turn my brain off to play this game as much as I can other games because it's asking me to think too much and not in the way of, like, I associate with good thinking. Right. I, I mean, here, here's how I kind of feel about Kingdom Hearts and its complexity is that if you play all of Kingdom Hearts, like, all at once, if you just sit down and you, like, binge the series, it all makes sense. And you you do not need to think too hard about all of the intricacies to see it. It's just that there are a lot of moving pieces, and if you stop to go do something else, you're going to forget one or two of them, and then when you come back, things won't link up properly. But Kingdom Hearts is, like, baby's first complicated <laughs> yeah. plotline. Because it's actually... In that, like, it is actually... Yeah. yeah, it's actually not that complicated. Like... It's it's a lot of pieces, but they all fit together very nicely and cleanly, and it makes sense when you experience it all at once. So you're saying the way they fit together is simple and clean. Oh, yes, exactly. Me feel fine. The way you make <laughs> me fit. <laughs> um, whereas you compare <clears throat> compare it to other other things that are known for having complicated plot lines, like uh, Metal Gear Solid or or Homestuck. And they're just I fucking said the word. I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, no, not homestead. Uh, All things come back to it. Stairs, bro. Everything that are that are absolute nonsense. Even if you do consume everything all at once, there are still so many disparate parts that 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 either don't make sense completely until you think about things in a very like Sierra Moon logic type way. Um, or or have to go listen to everybody else's headcanons and dissertations, or you have to listen to outside media to find out canon things, or like uh, Kingdom Hearts in 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 the scale of like in on the scale of like complexity, Kingdom Hearts is sitting around like a seven. Yeah, I would, I would say that's fair. I would have said maybe yeah. an eight, but seven's pretty yeah, fair. Yeah, everybody, everybody is like, oh, Kingdom Hearts is, like, the most complicated... No, it's fucking not. There are whole echelons above it. But it isn't simple. You know what I think is the reason people think it's that complex? It is hard to go beyond surface-level elevator pitching Kingdom Hearts to somebody. It's like, because... It's like, oh, well, it's yeah. it's the one where you, like, do Disney and Final Fantasy together. That's the elevator pitch. But if you peel yeah. back even one layer... The complexity piled up very quickly trying to explain it because it's not yes. like there's no way to other than playing the game yourself. There's no way to gradually experience that layer peeling. Yeah, you you need it all at once. Like if again, if you go to like Kingdom Hearts one to Kingdom Hearts two without experience, chain of memories or days, there is so much that you're missing. And it's going to the world is going to feel so much more complicated than it actually is. Because you're missing all of these tiny gears that make the watch work, you know. <laughs> yeah, I should say Kingdom Hearts yeah. Two did a good job just because they had the plot device of oh, well, no one remembers that game, so you, like, it's like okay, well, I was confused as Sora is, but I thought yeah. that at least yeah. with Kingdom Hearts Two that worked. It was very good because the player again became became very like in touch with Sora of like they both don't know what happened during the the two games that were in between. Like, that's that's cool, um, and 
Yeah, it 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 was it was very it, it connected Sora and the player in a very cool way that I think was was very nice narratively. But if you started looking at all of these people, organization thirteen, it's thirteen people. We find seven yeah. of them, I think. Yeah. Question mark. Where do the, where the other ones go? Find the gravestones of like, them, and it's kind of explained what happened to yeah. them. Also, Kingdom Hearts like, two uh, two point five slash uh, final mix did give additional stuff on the missing members organization 13 you got to kind of like there's data battles and stuff so like they did give you that little bit that was missing yeah it did um King- kingdom hearts kingdom hearts final mix and kingdom hearts 2 final mix um that became part of the 1.5 and 2.5 collections they did add a bunch of other stuff to more to more concretely connect things because kingdom hearts was not created to be this really big thing. That's why Kingdom Hearts 1 is a good, concise story on its own. And so as it got bigger and bigger and bigger, um, the the devs realized that they needed to add more context to 1 and 2 and to Chain of Memories um, and to Birth by Sleep, actually. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, to, 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 more, to more concretely link things because there were small inconsistencies that had to get fixed. Um... I, I remember like the um one of the instances at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts One where you see the hooded figure on Destiny Islands, one of those is new to Final Mix, I believe. To more concretely tie people's memories together. Like I think you're correct, yeah. Yeah. Um and so they did a lot of these small things because it just it got bigger and bigger and it got very outside of its original scope which is again very cool i love i love everything about this series it's awesome go go play all of kingdom hearts i would recommend playing it in chronological order i recommend starting the release order i would say because the gameplay mechanics of kingdom hearts one didn't age very well they didn't so yeah if you want um, okay, so I, I I feel like both are are correct. If you want a like mechanical gameplay, uh, if if that's what you want out of Kingdom Hearts is is the is the the gameplay and stuff, and you can parse the story yourself, then starting and going in release order is probably the better way to do it because the games do get gradually more complicated and more polished mechanically as they go on, and kind of jumping back and forth would be very jarring, uh, uh, discordant and jarring. Yeah. If you care more about the narrative and you can deal with the mechanics jumping back and forth like that because you're used to retro games or whatever, then going chronologically, like starting with back cover and going through the mobile game and, and going forward, I feel is the best way to experience it and and understand the plot easier. Uh-huh. Um, but again, you know, everybody's brains work different. Do <laughs> do whatever you think is best for, for the way that you want to absorb uh, media. So... The absolute correct way is to play it backwards. Play Kingdom Hearts 3 and then play each game in reverse release order to learn more of the lore that you didn't understand in the previous game. Uh, I did have an idea of doing a recap podcast like that at one point, and I'll I'll talk about that. What a big Hearts Kingdom? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's much stupider. Um, Oh my God. I, I feel. I know we're almost done. I feel like we didn't really touch on Vanitas that much. Well, Vanitas is like, wait, which one? Vent, wait. So Vanitas is the one that has, like, so Ventus is the one 
who gave his heart to Sora, Vanitas, is a chunk of Ventus's heart, who basically, just by connecting two rungs with Ventus in the middle, connected to Sora. <coughs> okay. Yeah, so Vanitas was meant to... Um, okay, again, Xehanort wanted to, like, turn Ventus into a Keyblade. Which is its own thing that I that we're not going to go into here. It's well beyond the scope of this episode. Look, the the lore of Keyblades and Light and Darkness could literally be its own two hour episode of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, easily. So, so I'm I'm not going to touch that. Xehanort wanted to turn Ventus into a Keyblade, and that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Yeah. But in order to do that, you ne- he needed conflict, and Ventus is such a good good boy. That he couldn't get that conflict. Ventus could be a princess of heart. He has so little darkness in his heart. Now. Uh, now, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, to do that, Xehanort had to, like, draw out darkness that was in Ventus's heart, what little there was, and cultivate it and mature it into its own entity that he could use to systematically harass Ventus into fighting it and generate conflict. <laughs> you want to start shit. Yeah. And that's and that that's why that's why uh Vanitas looks like Sora because Ventus had already connected with Sora and connections are sort of two way so that when um when the darkness in Ventus's heart was siphoned off because his heart was already connected with Sora um, who we know both has both light and darkness because he mm. he's the third goodest boy. Goodest. Uh, some of that dark more Sora has more darkness in his heart than Ventus does, which is a huge plot point in Dream Drop Distance. Actually, is like oh, Sora has enough yes. darkness in his heart he can be manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that's so when Xehanort was making Vanitas, this is again kind of a head y bit. It took more of Sora than it did of Roxas because Sora has more darkness with which to cultivate. And that's why that's why Vanitas looks like Sora in much the same way that Roxas looks like Ventus because Roxas is a lot more Ventus than Sora. Vanitas is a lot more Sora than Ventus, despite the original intentions and creation. Which is just truly wild. Yeah. Heart math. Heart math. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like more I, questions were answered, but I have more questions now. <laughs> oh, I have questions too. What? I'm going to ask them after we're finished recording because I have questions that are too far out of scope. Yeah, involve Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. God, forty to fifty minutes, huh? Yeah. It's a lot. Okay, cool. I mean, <laughs> 40 plus 50 minutes is accurate. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, time's fake. Uh, this podcast Time is timer fake. is just like Sora's heart. It's 45, 40 to 50 minutes per person. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Old. You measure the podcast with, with your heart. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, that's good. That's a good line. Uh, so if you really... That's like, my friend Christina for me. Give me that idea. A-O. Thank you. Christina. A-O- A-O-D. A-O-D. A-O-D is her podcast. Yes, Agents of Damned. Uh, 
And Christina, <laughs> she's a player on there. And uh, the joke is she measures alcohol with her heart. Yeah. I like it. That's how I do yeah. seasoning on my food. I just kind of do it, do it my yeah, heart. Yeah, same. Usually, usually it's fine. Kind of salt bait shit, you know? Yeah. What what are what are some questions that you have? Like, let's try and let's try and get them out of the way before the next uh, Kingdom Hearts podcast gets it. <laughs> uh, me? Yeah, you have questions. Yeah, you, you the three of us might. You said you had several questions. Well, some of them feel kind of stupid. because uh, I will clarify, I don't think I've ever actually finished a single Kingdom Hearts game in my life. Um, that's fine. So, what is Kingdom Hearts? That's Ooh. a great point. So, <laughs> so, oh, Jesus There is a good one-sentence answer to this. It's life. literally a line spoken by Sora. I know that Kingdom Hearts is light. Okay. End yeah. of explanation. Yes. <laughs> you know, bring us back, and we've been talking in detail about how complicated the identity of Kingdom Hearts as an entity is. Um, God. Fuck. <laughs> That's all. That's also a podcast episode. Honestly, is 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 just the the idea and mythology behind the place known as Kingdom Hearts. All right. Um, let's see what else. What are other questions do I? Um. Yeah. Real answer is I don't think we actually know. Yeah, I, we know a lot of mythology about Kingdom Hearts, but right. I do not believe, unless it happens in three that I haven't yeah, played. Nope. It's, I do not believe we actually physically know anything about Kingdom Hearts as like a solidified fact. Yeah, I that think is it's a, like it's supposed to be like a mythological place where there's lots of legend lore about it. Yeah, but like no one's consistently gotten it because no one's ever actually successfully gotten there or harnessed it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I fucking. I don't know. <laughs> but um they tried to they tried to turn the king the the moon into kingdom hearts in one of the games. Yeah, the second one. I'm fairly certain that's what they were doing. Oh, I yeah. thought they were using the moon to open a portal to kingdom hearts? No, they they made an artificial kingdom hearts. Okay, that's what that, that was, was a moon. Yeah, it was a moon. That's cuz that cuz that was the point of days. That's why they were like, "Oh, Finally, we have a Keyblade wielder to harvest hearts for us so that we can shove them all up into the sky and make a heart-shaped moon. Blast those fucking twinks into the sky. That's not a moon, it's a space station. (laughs) Um, and I don't want to interrupt if there's more explanation to what is Kingdom Hearts, but I do have another question. No. Go, Go ahead. So, oh shit, did I lose it? Oh no, I lost it. What was the thought process of? Let me backtrack here. Um, oh, I remember now. All right. So I, you know, I'm cursed with the desire to scroll through what was once known as Twitter.com. Um, Satan, I swear mm-hmm. to God, get off the desk. Um, <laughs> so I saw a theory that somebody said that it's just... Kingdom Hearts, the video game series, is just two children who are playing a tabletop game, but Kyrie's player fell asleep partway through. Um, and they just kept playing. And but they're yeah. they're all fine and dandy and they're just at somebody's house. So with that statement said, what is your favorite Kingdom Hearts fan theory? 
So I like I, I would jump on this one because I've seen a fan theory about this that's in the same vein is Kingdom Hearts is just Goofy telling two stories to his kid Max oh about god. his old tabletop RPG campaigns. Oh my god. That's adorable. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I don't you see Max. I died at one point, but I actually did it. <laughs> I'm the tank. I don't yeah. die that yeah. easy. Right, no, I can absolutely, like, we get to that part of Kingdom Hearts 2, and Goofy just keeps going, and then Max has to go, how do you know about the parts you were dead for? (laughs) 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 Well, I got better. (laughs) You? Um, I think one of my favorite theories is um, that Dimmix might actually be one of the, like, the most important organization member. I love him. Um, because <clears throat> they they brought him back in, in Kingdom Hearts 3. They said something in the game vaguely about like him having an ancient Keyblade legacy or something. And we don't know anything about him beyond that. Hmm. But they keep bringing him back and keeps hanging around. And like him and, and Luke Sword, I feel, are going to be way important in a weird, stupid way. I've heard some people say that maybe like Dimix is actually the master. And I I don't know if that I agree with that, but I would love it. Uh, that he, Wait, say that again. He's what? The master of masters. Oh, uh, what? Doctor Who shit? Dimix's mom is the master of masters. Yeah. Yeah. Dimix. Some people I've seen that theory that Dimix uh, is, is actually the master of masters and I love it. I want it to be true. I don't know if I believe that it will be though. Tony. Jakey's hmm? telling me right now that Dimix's mom is the master of masters. No, no, no. Dim- Dimix is mom. Oh, he is the mom. Oh, Demix is the mom. Yeah. Demix is a MILF. I get- there you go. <laughs> MILF Demix timeline heard. Understood. Love you. I mean, I mean okay. Dem- now, now, now that you said it that way, it made me think because this game loves to connect shit in like the weird like acronym ways with letters. Yeah. What do you think the connection is between mom, master of masters and mom, melody of memories? Ayo. I really thought we were going to get like Master of Melodies. That's why he is a sitar. True. Fuck you, right? I really thought like when they first announced that name, that was like my first thought, right? Was that, oh, they're going to drop some master lore in this game. But they didn't. Then you know it. That I, uh, maybe, maybe. They, they didn't explicitly drop some master lore in that game, so <laughs> yeah. It turns out in the third level during this like very tiny area, if you're paying very close attention in Kingdom Hearts 4, they're gonna reference it as yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. Tensei, did we get your theory? What? Oh, uh, I mean, I guess I don't really have one to be honest. Um, you think they're all bad? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that many. Um, the the way that I engage with media is um, 
just in general is I engage with the media itself and not necessarily with the fandom because fandoms are very toxic. Oh yeah. yeah. I I try to avoid them as much as possible. Um, so like I, I, I love kingdom hearts. I really do. And because of that, you know what I mean by that is like, I've played all of the games and I understand kingdom hearts. And that's about as far as I go. I have not like, Talk, this is the most I've talked to anybody in like a fan sense about it. Um, I, I I I don't I don't like talk to people about fan theories. I don't I don't get into like in, into the into the fandom spaces and discuss stuff. I'll follow people who do cool Kingdom Hearts art, and like that's that's about the extent of it. So I don't know a lot of <laughs> fan theories about about really anything that I follow. Um. Just because I'm I'm not in it. If I had to if I had to pick a favorite headcanon theory, it's the one that we've been talking about today that kind of unifies the the logic of how hearts and keyblades work. Okay. Because a a, a sizable chunk, I, I don't know, twenty percent of the things we've said today that relate to hearts and the way that keyblades are passed on is headcanon because it's just not explained in the games, but it's the only thing that makes sense. True. So I don't know. This episode is my favorite fan theory. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh man. Um. Let's see. Uh. Shit. Let's see. Uh. Can I flip the tables on you? Uh, are you interested in, in in unless there's anything else? Would you be interested in ending out the episode and asking me Kingdom Hearts questions, and I give you my canon answer? Sure. I don't. I don't have one. I, uh, I was going to save this for after the recording because it's. I, I wanted to see Tenzai try and answer this, but Kingdom Hearts three. Why can Sora summon theme park rides? Uh, that's because uh, he signed a very wonderful contract with uh, King Mickey, and in that contract states that um, the rides can be removed officially from the park for short periods of time in order to kill droves of heartless. I like it. Uh, no. If I'm remembering correctly, you're like 60, 70% Fuck yeah. correct. The Hex Blade Warlock. God. Oh my God. Can uh, um, I poorly? If. if I can answer any more questions. If not, then uh, we can go into closing thoughts. Um. Okay. Okay. I mentioned something earlier, and I said I'd get to it later, but then I never did. So let's ask you about it now. Fuck yeah. What's the recusant sigil? Well, that is uh, what the nobodies in Organization 13 use to... Uh, identify themselves as part of the their gang if you will um but it's been repurposed from uh being a thing from kingdom hearts union cross timelines is something for the school that they went to um but the nobodies don't know what it is it's just kind of like yeah we're in a gang ha 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 uh but it's actually it means something entirely different again you've touched on the correct answer which is very fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah 
that's yeah. really good. Yeah. What? <laughs> no fucking uh, way. The, <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck that thing you said was. The the recusant sigil is the X in <laughs> all of the nobody's names. No way for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so okay 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 you remember how i said that nothing in kingdom hearts is a gaming abstrata there for the player that it's all real okay when when Zemnis names roxas and he takes the name sora and changes it around and slaps an x in the middle that's him physically doing that in the real world inserting a the recusant sigil into roxas's name Hey yo. That X is a tracking device. No way. It mm -hmm. is Ze Zemnis always knows the locations and actions of everybody with the recusant sigil on him, which is how Sora can be corrupted in Dream Drop Distance because his they they <laughs> put they put a recusant sigil on his dreaming outfit. If you look at his outfit, it has the big ass fucking X on it. It's, and that's how they nothing. can corrupt him because they knew his every location and action and could interfere wait, 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 in wait, real wait, wait, time. Wait, wait. Tony, let me see your tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so shit, they know where you are at all times, babe. You've got the sigil. I'm, yeah. Why? Why would you let the government track you me? like that? I'm already. Is that is not the government? Oh no. God damn it. <laughs> Tony's got a heartless tattoo with the with the heart on uh, he's sitting on it. And so that's why when you said that I went, fuck, Tony. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. That's how he always knows where we are. Well it's not the it's not the heart symbol. It's the one that looks kinda like a swirly X. Yeah. And then later just any instance of an X or things crossing over each other that look like an X. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm a I'm a I'm a post a picture of it because I haven't done that enough in Parts in our in our chat. Crossbones is a curse and sigil confirmed. Yeah. That, yeah. It's it's that symbol. But Yep, we're screwed. And uh Sora has those two straps right there on the picture yep. that I posted on his shirt that cross over yep, each other. That's 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 the recusant sigil. So the letter X, like yep. I'm just just appropriated the letter X. Yes, he has turned the letter X into government surveillance. So what you're saying funny is, how the world works. He's gonna give you X. So you're telling me the government? <laughs> I was wait. I was I was trying to make a, a a Twitter has become X and is like. Collecting everybody's data—that's that's, that's kind of where I was going with that joke. Uh, oh, I, was, I was just referencing the uh, the late great rapper who gave us X, gonna give it to you. Yeah, bruh. Um, do I? I'm looking around my room now. I'm like, the only thing I can see that has an X is my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> well, here's the thing: since <laughs> I just put the X in the chat, so now your guys' thing is on Simmons's radar. But the podcast has an X in it. The hyperfixation. It's yeah, but is it that X? Like the letter, the the letter X is fine. It's this explicit sigil that's the tracking device. Okay, well, I'll make sure to put it in the thumbnail. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all of us making like the face and pointing at it, like, Whoa! <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, 
You're the one that does all the thumbnails, right? Yeah, that's me. Okay, the, first off, you do a very good job. Thank you. I love my Ben from last time. Thank you. It was very nice. Ah. Um, I, I, sh I showed it to all my friends. Thank you. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I accidentally stopped on this frame, and then they just kind of went with it, and it's very cool. Very cool. Give us, give, put this sigil on all of us. Ayo. I'm on it. Um, there is, uh, I, I, I made, I had an artist draw a character for an interstitial game that never happened, and she couldn't quite get this particular part right because it'd be very awkward to draw. Um, but I had asked her for there to be two zippers in the form of an X down, like, the front of a jacket. Mm -hmm. So that they, like, are literally impossible to open because they'd cross over in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I have that? Can that be on? Can that be on me? Yeah, I don't see this, why this not. impossible fucking X zipper. Yeah, it's a, an aesthetic zipper. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's an X. It's an aesthetic zipper. Aesthetic. <laughs> Bruh. Um. Well, we can get more into the thumbnail art after the episode. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I have lots of questions while I, while I have everybody present. Okay, cool. Um, I have another approximately uh, six hours before my body's going to give out on me. Oh, <laughs> <LMAO. laughs> I'm trying. I don't have it. There's a pen. Um, cool beans. Uh, any other closing thoughts on Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts, good. Go play it. Go play it all. Like, set aside a month of time because that's what you'll need. And play through all of Kingdom Hearts. Okay, you're telling me to do this because I haven't finished one single Kingdom Hearts game. I'm telling the audience to do this. Not me. I'm exempt. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> oh, set your expectations correctly for Kingdom Hearts 3. It is a little bit less effort put into it than the other. Y yeah. King it does not deliver what was promised as much as it could have. For the most part, Kingdom Hearts gets stronger um, as, a, as a mechanically cohesive game as time goes on. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of dropped the ball. Which yeah, it really happens. sucks. Birth by Sleep is the most satisfying combat in the entire genre. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I have played through that game three times. I, I'm, I'm not somebody... I, there's so much stuff to experience in the world, so many stories to experience, that I will generally play through something one time and then go, okay, I'm good, and move on to the next thing. I have played through Birth by Sleep three or four times because it just feels good. The movement and like the the way that everything behaves and moves and is so fluid and everything connects into each it all feels so satisfying to play. I'm I'm kind of like that with uh, with Kingdom Hearts two. That's the one I. I like the the play of the best, and I think I've also probably played it about like seven or eight times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that game is a different Square game. Although Kingdom Hearts Two is a close second, Final Fantasy X I have probably played twelve times. That's a good just, one. That's it's just such a good comfort game. That's that's an absurd amount of times to have played that game for how long it is. I mean, I'm right there with you. I think I played it like. I think I've played it three times, so. Three times. 
I played it once. I mean, the game is from 2002, so I've had 20 years to play it 12 times. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did, I did put approximately 80 hours into Blitzball, so you I did, I did play it a lot. Oh my god! I could oh never god. get into Blitzball. The, the sigil is in Final Fantasy X. Xehanort's tracking Tetis. Bruh. Blitzball is so hard to get into because it does a really good job of putting the narrative into the mechanic of your team sucks. The team that you start with sucks out of control and should not be winning games. And the game treats you like that by making it incredibly difficult to win games at the beginning when you start playing Blitzball. And it makes it really frustrating. And I fully understand why a lot of people drop off of it because it feels impossible. <laughs> it feels like the odds are stacked so much against you because they are. The The way that you are supposed to play Blitzball is you, you lose a couple tournaments and then you go out into the world, and while you're playing through Final Fantasy X, you find other Blitzball players, and you like you play Blitzball games until their contract runs out, and then you go hire them for your team. So like you just steal other good players, and then you can play Blitzball competently, and it becomes a very fun game. But you have to get rid of you have to get rid of all of Waka's friends. You, you have to take just, you have to take Waka so off the weird. team. <laughs> it's actually weird because actually Keepa is actually got the highest shoot score of the game by the highest levels. The goalie gets to 99 shot without modifiers. Look, I just That's stole amazing. the entire Albed Sykes team and made them play uh, for me. Here's the, here's the thing. The trick to winning early game Blitzball is to feed the ball to Titus once, get score one goal before the other team does. And then just swim away from everybody and hide behind your own goal until the end of the game. I think yeah, this yeah. I won the one time that I won. It also <laughs> helps if you can actually get the jack shot. Yes. Oh, I bet. There's there's that little mini game. I don't know why. I played through that section of the game so many times trying to get that right. I have never done it. And I've also watched so many people do it first try with no experience. And I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> don't know why my fingers are stupid. And can't do a goddamn quick time event. To be fair, at least the first time I encountered I didn't realize that's what it was. Because the way he explained to me in the tutorial didn't speak to me as like, oh, this is what I'm doing. I thought I was just entering in a pattern. I didn't realize oh, yeah, that it was, oh, the text appears in a specific spot. You have to hit that direction and X. Because it was like yeah. basically the first time I experienced a quick time event. It does a very bad job of explaining what quick time events are. If you haven't played a game with quick time events in it before, as you, you, would not you will have not. In yeah, as you probably haven't at, when the game came out. Um, that game that game does such a bad idea of explaining it that it's it's very easy to fail your first time. As the, uh, if I'm in the same vein, it is uniquely frustrating to struggle with a quick time event while someone's saying you can't do it kid <laughs> the game does really make fun of you for failing yeah uh and how does this relate to <laughs> kingdom hearts well titus is in destiny islands so yeah yes canon, and canon, his, name canon. Is, his name is both pronounced titus and titus by the same character in kingdom hearts one and two because they don't want that debate to ever die <laughs> That's amazing. It's 
It's Titus. I agree with you, but they yeah. said Titus in Kingdom Hearts 2, and no one will ever let you forget it. I know, I know. Um, But, like, that's the Japanese pronunciation. It is. It does have um, a basis in uh, a... Oh, my God, I've forgotten all of the mythology about this name. But Something it is actually... Yeah, it is it is it is a water deity based thing. Um which is why Titus made sense because tides like that's that's why that makes sense to so many people, but like that's not how it is in Japanese. Very cool. The objectively correct language, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Translate his name into Alphid, and there's probably one there's something else we can debate how to say. Oh boy. Albed Albed's not a language. It's a cipher. Cipher, yeah. Like Anyway. Should we stop recording and then start again so we can do a Final Fantasy X episode? <laughs> <laughs> My kids would be pissed. Um I feel like I'm oh I I figured out who I missed. Sorry, I was writing down notes. Um I mean we could let's let's get this closed out. I have questions for y'all in regards to the thumbnail. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's go in reverse order of introductions of uh, how we can find you on the internet. Uh, Tensei, how can how can we find you on the internet? Dot com. How can how can you find me? Yeah. Like you exclusively. How, you know what? Actually, fuck everyone else. How can I find you on the internet? Well, I'm right here. Hi. Oh. Hello. <laughs> My name is Tensei. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, you can find me uh, again. I'm I'm not on a lot of social media. You can find me on Discord and Blue Sky at Tensei Dragon, T E N S E I D R A G O N. You can find me behind the scenes of almost every production on the Bard Rock network of shows. Uh, I'm currently working on a like Nintendo Direct style presentation because we just we we've just become a network and we've got a whole bunch of shows uh aligned with Fuck us yeah. now and it's yeah. it's very it's very cool oh that's sick i love to hear uh, it yeah um yeah like i'm on a couple of the shows but i'm i'm behind the scenes on most everything so come hang out in the bard rock discord and i'll talk to you sounds like fun. hell yeah okay well then paul where can i find so you on the internet Right, so remember all the stuff Tens I said about Bard Rock Network? It's basically the only meaningful presence I have on the internet, unless you specifically want to follow me on Twitter, or the artist formerly known as Twitter, where I talk about <laughs> Magic the Gathering sometimes. Nice, nice, nice. But besides my pers- besides my personal Twitter, it's just Bard Rock Network. I'm also behind us. We bump elbows because we were like tag teaming every single production except for like two. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. So- oh. sorry. Uh, Hey, quick question. Do we know when this episode will be out, roughly? Uh, this episode... Uh, the 20th. The 20th? Hey, we are casting for a new production uh, of of These Cards Have Hearts. I'll I'll send you a link to the Google form if we can put it in the show notes, if that's okay. What is Is that cool? What is it? It is an actual play table... Oh, you got it. it. Yeah, it's a it's a tabletop show uh with using the system these cards have hearts it is very magic the gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh inspired basically what it is is the premise of it is uh all of the players are 
just gamers at at a friendly local game store they play whatever the card game is that that that's going to be decided on and they get the Plus opportunity the to go pro, yeah and they get the opportunity to go pro and so the game is about them taking themselves and their local game store to the top but it's based on the 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 like antics are based on Yu-Gi-Oh! So everybody's going to be really overacting and shouting the names of cards and over-explaining everything three times for the viewers. Oh, I love it. That sounds yeah. insane. I love that so much. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and that, that casting call is open until December 31st. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so... Oh my goodness. I'll, I'll make sure to get the link so I can put it in the notes. It'll be good. Good stuff. Um, but in terms of the rest of our Rock Network's content, uh, we are releasing a bunch of shows. Most are targeting for a March release, which is going to be covered in Tenzai's Bard Rock Direct. Uh, we have shows for multiple different systems, uh, multiple different genres. We have uh, we have a dystopian steampunk show that's coming out. We have a Sailor Moon inspired show at the summer camp coming out. Uh, we have uh, currently airing Monster Cafe, where a family descended from the guy who caught Dracula drive around in an RV fighting monsters in America. All this stuff and more. Fuck yeah. That sounds fantastic. I love to hear it. I'm so excited. Definitely uh, send me, when, when the direct comes out, send me a note so I can retweet and share for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I should I should hopefully be finishing it tomorrow and it should be out on our feed on Tuesday if I if everything lines up properly I'm already two weeks behind. Uh, a, a week of that is uh, is the fault of myself and a few others for not getting the items. I yeah. I was long story for not on air about why I was unavailable that week. Understandable. Um, Jake, you just joined our server. Hello. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Yeah, be like Jakey. Join the server. Um, actually, you know what? Speaking of which, unless there's anything else you wanted to plug, Paul. Well, no, I, I plugged all my stuff. Okay. Bard Rock Network's the one thing I get to plug. Gotcha. Well, then, Jakey, I know where to find you on the internet, but tell me again. I want to hear it. You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky and. Uh, pretty much just those and uh, <clears throat> Discord at Mr. Jakey Poo. Um, as far as stuff to plug, mostly just this. I do have some ideas cooking that might come out soon, but uh, for now, yeah. I love it. I love it. And Roma, where can we find you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, at I appreciate your butt at the twitter.com that is I-A-P-P-R-E-C-I the number A-T-U-R-B-U-T-T um, where I'm starting to post a little more again oh my god um, so you can find me there you can find me at Blue Sky you can find me at Tumblr um, and you can also find me there at TikTok but you could find me better at the Hyperfix pod at Twitter Tumblr Sound or not SoundCloud uh, Blue Sky and TikTok um and if you want to find the network that supports us, go ahead, check out that Moonshot Network. Since you're already checking out Bard Rock Network, you should check out Moonshot Network, right? So you can find them at the Moonshot Pods at Twitter.com or their website, MoonshotPods.com. 
um, or their Patreon. Uh, you know what? Speaking of Patreon, do we want to give our patrons a little bit of love today? I think so. Let's give our patrons a little bit of love today. If you go over to patreon.com forward slash the hyperfix pod, you or the hyperfixation correction, uh, you will find that we have some lovely patrons that I love very, very much. Uh, starting with Morgan Gate 11. Love you. Thank you. We also got Flo. Flo's a good bean. We love Flo. Very good bean. Hey, it's Ken. Hey, you're here and I love you. Thank you. Um, we also got Becky Scott Fairley. I see you in the Discord. We love you. Kisses. And last but definitely not least, we have the longtime friend who's always been here for us. We have Ver. Thank you to all of you for supporting us on Patreon. You too can get a shout out and get love and kisses and hugs for supporting our podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash the hyperfixation. Um, so yeah, Veer is also one of our patrons. I appreciate you. Veer's the best. Yes. Um, Veer's fantastic. Be safe. Don't die. Drink your water. Play Kingdom Hearts. Don't wear X's unless you want the government to find you. <laughs> um <laughs> and Badoo. <laughs> Thank you. Badoo. I mean, it's a good bit, but what does it have to do with Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> I'm sure there's a connection. <laughs> there probably is. Nothing in Kingdom Hearts is like a gaming abstrata, so... We got Roxas, 15 milligrams. We got Xion, 10 milligrams. <laughs> oh, actually, 100% of your daily value. Oh, uh, you know, we're actually just having ice cream. <laughs> Carbonated Ansem, High Fructose Donald... Caramel color goofy, uh, phosphoric axle. <laughs> I don't think you should be drinking this. <laughs> and I'm reading the Pepsi nutrition facts. 450 grams of friendship. And and phosphoric acid was in it? Yeah. I mean, you, Pepsi's literally just acid. Like it can like Pepsi. I know, I know Pepsi. <laughs> I know Pepsi is acidic. We're here to help. Like, no, I know it that. It melts a car battery, bro. I, I know that. I know that. I know, like, Pepsi melts rust. That's, like, a very common thing. Bottled under the Phosphoric authority. acid is a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> like... <laughs>